Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision-making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hope you had a good weekend. Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go around the room and check in with everybody. This next person can't dunk a basketball and never could. He also won't stop coaching basketball, but probably should. Here is producer Eddie, everybody. I, look, I, I've been warned, and I do it anyway because I'm stubborn, and I think a lot of adults out there do the same thing, too. I went to a trampoline park the other day, and my kids wanted me to jump. I normally don't. I just watch, sit on the couches, but I'm like, all right, I'll jump with you guys. So I started jumping. They're like, yeah, do a flip. Do a oh, flip. Oh, no. Do. So I, group chant. <laughs> peer pressure group chant. From my boys, and I decided to do the flip. Dude, on the way down, my knee, I it buckled, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is it. Torn ACL, whatever, oh, no. a pop. I'm not going to be able to walk on it. Lucky for me, I didn't hurt myself. But, dude, I, I was so close to hurting myself. And I'm like, I got to stop doing this. I cannot. Skiing, trampoline parks, uh, basketball. Skateboarding, bro. <laughs> skateboarding. You do that. You dude. skateboard. Lunchbox's wife almost broke her ankle. Oh, my gosh. They said it would have been better if she broke her ankle. We were at the trampoline park. We got four bounces in. And this is when we were, you know, we didn't have kids. We were drinking. We went with a big group of friends. <laughs> and we got there and we paid and we signed out. The, we signed the waiver and everything. Four jumps. And she lands and busts her ankle. And I look at my friends. I said, does that mean I got to go? And I mean, she go. was yeah, in man. tears. She was in so It swelled up the size of a bat. It was so big. It's big. And she was on crutches. It was so bad. But I mean, it took longer to fill out the waiver. Then it did to get to jump. I was so frustrated, but I did. I, I took her home. Or not to the, the doctor? No, ER? not until the next day. We got it home, elevated, iced, and because the doctor wasn't going to be able to do anything then. I mean, it was nasty. I wasn't going to go to the ER. <laughs> what are you but, talking about? Nasty. No, it was, I mean, it's huge. It's gross. And she was like, ah, ah, and I was like, can she not just sit on the bench while we jump a little bit? Oh, you want her to stay and just watch? Yes. Yeah. Once voted biggest clown of his classroom. Now he just makes people uncomfortable in bathrooms. Here is Lunchbox, everybody. So last week we had a a mailbag where TV Terry emailed in talking about, hey, is it okay for me to just buy a TV for the Super Bowl and take it back? 
And some of us were like, yeah, that's absolutely okay. No, not some of us. You. <laughs> I think Eddie was on board with me. Uh, and and, and Bobby was more like, oh, that's dishonest. It's stealing. You can't do that. So I was like, okay, let me call the electronics store and find out. Is this frowned upon? Is this okay? You called the store to say, can I buy a TV, watch, and bring it back? Yeah. Major electronics store. You can find it in most cities around America. <laughs> But you're not doing a commercial for them. I know. I'm just, you're just say- saying it's a big. I'm just saying okay. it's not just a mom and pop shop. I'm talking. I called one to see what their policy is. Go ahead. Thank you for calling. Yes, sir. So how may I help you? Uh, yes, I got a question about a return. Sure thing. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So the Super Bowl's coming up. And so I was looking at getting a big screen TV for the Super Bowl and then returning it. Is that okay? So with the receipt... And the box and serial number, we can definitely return the TV within 14 days. So you don't frown upon that if, like, I want to just, like, I want to have a Super Bowl party and I want to just have a big TV and then I want to return it. Totally okay, 100% legit. There's no problem with it, right? Yep, as long as it's the same TV. Okay, and it's and it won't be broken or anything like that. I just want to watch the Super Bowl and I got a small TV, so it's like I'm going to, but I'll get my full money back, correct? Yes, sir, if you have your receipt with you. That is awesome. Do I need to put it back in the box with the styrofoam or no? If you wouldn't mind, that would be awesome. Wow. That's what? still not Boom. Her, Hold on. That's, Boom. that's her what? just going by the policy no. that they have. Well, you tell me it's stealing but and dishonest. If they wanted they just people said- to do that, they would say, hey, everybody, come get a TV and bring it back. I'm shocked, though. She didn't say, like, we don't want you to do that. But Right. Yes, she didn't say can. that at all. She was just like, that's fine. Yeah, go for it, man. Just, and if you want to put it in the box, that'd be great. That is crazy. I think it's just their policy. It just so happens to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And what else is she going to say? Because yes. he repeated it five times. I, I, I well, mean, and he I, kept on going. Really- I'm going to keep it and watch it, and then, and then I'm going to bring it back. I, I made I- sure she understood that I was buying it with the intention of returning it just to watch the Super and Bowl. And based on their policy, I think they have to say yes. That doesn't mean it's right because you found a loophole. <laughs> so right. let's go Let's go back to last week. TV Terry, you can do it. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, Lunchbox. She struggles with her pronunciation sometimes, especially when the words repeat and rhyme. Here is Amy, everybody. So I got a massage and it was really, really, really cold at the place. So I kept my socks on because when you get in there, it's like, oh, but then by the time that he got down to my feet, which that's another thing I like to have women, but it was a mix up and I had a guy, he's down to the feet part. And I say, oh, you can just take my socks off. And he's like, you're going to have to remove them. And I'm like, but I'm laying up here. You're down there. Can just take, and he's like, I cannot remove your socks. You're going to have to take them off. So I have to like pull my legs up, remove my socks. And I guess he said, literally, the state of Tennessee will not let me take your socks off. Yeah, good. That's good. Because- so I've never thought, I've never had this happen before because I've never kept socks on. So, so massage therapists don't just take clothes off people? You can't no. do that. Socks? I get that they- Well, that's still clothes. It's clothes. It doesn't what matter. If some, what if it's made a foot fetish? Right. It's a slippery slope, I baby. He likes I, I taking socks off. I just had never had this happen before, and I didn't know if state to state is different, and that I just it never, I never dawned on me that someone might be able, not be able to take off my socks because technically that's removing clothing from your client. Starts with I, socks. It does, and I yep. think I don't. I don't think I want to ask them to do it though. I don't think I, I would have just done it myself and been like, "Hey, <laughs> homie, socks, get them off." You didn't feel like that as. I didn't say it like that. How did you say it, Amy? I said, because you're laying up top and you have the sheet over you. But I just it's really said, quiet and dark, and like, so what'd you say? Oh, well, Actually, at off. this point, I think I'm still face down in the cradle. It was very complicated for me to do it, but I did it because I understood wow. where he was coming you're, from. You know what? Not all heroes wear capes, Amy. No, I'm not you saying I'm a hero. I just thought it was funny that he <laughs> That is interesting. He That's refused. Interesting. They can't take clothes off their clients. I didn't know that. I usually go in there fully clothed and lay on the table and be like, go to work, boys. <laughs> start with my start, shirt. Start peeling. Yeah. <laughs> 
sucks. Okay, Ray, go ahead. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he can outbench everyone on the show, and he always has his man person toe. Thank you. Bobby Bones. Thank Woo. you, I do. Hey, no pockets for me in 23, boys. Because of the first? It's all bag. Yeah, you go bag. Uh, so I mentioned last week... We were talking about how I threw away some old bananas because I thought since they were old and black, I should just toss them in the garbage. Who knew my wife was saving them to make banana bread, which they needed to be like that. So she got online because all we had were yellow or even slightly green bananas, like really ripe. And you can put them in an air fryer for just a couple minutes and then they get to that stage that you can make banana bread like black bananas. Leave the skin on? The peel? Um, she did it, but she was like, you know, we can use an air fryer. And then when, because I helped her make them except for that part. And, but I was just passed that along. Oh. I didn't screw everything up. We actually learned that if you have an air fryer, you can take bananas of any ripeness and put them in there. And it makes them whatever the consistency is to make banana bread. Cool. We made it with almond flour. It was awesome. You keep saying we. Yeah, we. I did. I did. I did a lot of the work. You did? Yeah. What? Promise? No, I swear. Did a lot of the mixing. Did uh, the scooping out into the thing. I did a lot. I believe I believe you, man. Okay. Yeah. Ask me a question. Any question. No, no, scooping we're Scooping it out into the thing. Tell me what that means. <laughs> so there was a bowl of it, and there are, we have like, it's like a cookie sheet, but bigger holes, and you take it out with a spoon and put it in. But first you have to do avocado oil to make sure they come out of the. So like so banana you, muffins? You name banana yeah. muffins? or No, banana? no. Banana breads. Different little slices of banana. Like little, oh, they're little loaves. Oh, mini loaves. Yeah, mini loaves. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know the difference. That's why but I, yeah. I was questioning your. Um... Mini loaves. And then you, we had to spray almond oil. And she was like, not almond oil, uh, avocado oil. <laughs> and she was like, spray <laughs> avocado oil on the bottom of the pans so they slide out so yeah, they don't get they stuck don't in stick. there. Yeah. Right. right. But. I thought it was an ingredient, so I was like, oh boy. holding it down, so there's like a puddle of it in there. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. And so then she had to go, it was like she was with a kid, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then she had to go and dump a little bit from each one of my loaf holes into all the <laughs> other ones. But you know what, dang it, we made it, and I could probably do it all now. All so, right. Thank you. Thank you. Don't clap for me. Okay, I'm clap not for me. I'm not, not all not heroes wear capes, so I'm making banana bread. That's right. Let's open up. Your segment, you, the people. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been married almost two years. I'm a clean freak. I've always been like this. My husband knew what he was getting into. In the last eight months, my husband decided to only shower twice a week because he says the water from the shower will dry out his skin faster. He decided to grow out a beard, despite knowing I disliked them. He kept it shaved or short during our entire relationship. He no longer brushes his teeth in the morning because he hasn't eaten anything since the last time he brushed them, so why should he? What? He regularly leaves dirty dishes on his desk, nightstand, table. There's a fruit fly problem because of it. I've tried approaching his declining hygiene habits by asking him why he's doing this. I've tried compromising. I've tried explaining to him that going to sleep dirty results in more work for me because I end up washing the sheets twice as often. I've even ignored it. By not saying anything, nothing changes. I understand that I'm picky, but to some degree, I like to have a better hygiene habit. I would love any ideas on the matter to get our marriage a little more fresh. Thanks. Signed, married to a teenager? Well, the first thing I do want to say is the beard part doesn't fit with the rest. If he wants to grow a beard, let him grow a beard. Just because he didn't have a beard doesn't mean he can't have a beard now. The rest of it's disgusting. But the beard part, let's cut that out. You lose. You get the small L on that one. But does that mean he's just being lazy and he's just yes, growing a beard? Yes, it does, okay. but yeah. it's still a beard. Even if he yeah. wasn't being lazy, you want to grow the beard, it's a beard. Look, but if you have a beard and you're not showering and you. washing, like, it's worse. I know, but we can't fight the beard. we got to okay. fight the things that we okay. can handle. Okay. 
So it seems to me like there needs to be a reward system more than there needs to be a compromise with a child. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because these tendencies are childlike. I you want to take a bath. <laughs> I you... He's a kid. You got to treat him like a kid. But you can't tell him you're treating him like a kid. You've got to build a reward system to him. Say, hey, look, it bothers me. I know you try to compromise. We've tried to compromise. But if you take a shower tonight, you get... Yeah. Or you get playing golf or whatever. You, you have to find something and do a reward system. Because it's hard to compromise with a four-year-old. Because they don't even know what compromise is. Like, you do a little of this, I do it for you. It's like, no, you're out of yeah, your mind. Right. But with an adult that you're treating like a child, you're also going to have to do the four-year-old, okay, you get this toy. Here you go. Like, if you don't brush your teeth, you're not getting a kiss. No. You, if you brush your teeth. Oh, I will give you lots of kisses. Well, you have to do reward, not punishment. You want punishment, Eddie. <laughs> one, right. day, one day you'll figure out this day. That was thing, habit. Right? I got it right now. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. I read something the other day that said uh, our brains respond the best if we get our reward within like two minutes of the action. So when he, right when he gets out of the shower, kiss him. I would even build him a reward. chart, like a like a kid has a oh, chart. Oh, stop it! Well, also show him he's a child. Oh my god! Like this means a lot to me. Here's your star chart. Stars on. Uh, yeah, you brush your teeth today. Star chart. Okay, you got seven stars this week. Here's the reward. Mm-hmm. How about we send her these studies from these doctors that are saying we shower too much and that we're taking good That's bacteria? That's like one doctor oh. out of a thousand. And the one, yeah, the doctor that doesn't shower. I mean, th- these are things that we can do. You guys are saying he's the bad guy. Maybe she's a little overbearing. Fruit flies in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It, it, when I was in college, I did that crap <laughs> over the sink because I would throw, just throw food in there and I was be in and out. You can't punish them. That ain't working. You can't pro- compromise with them. That ain't working. You got to give them a reward system. If that doesn't work, then you divorce them. <laughs> Maybe Get she's, out. Maybe I mean, this she is, seems like a nagger. Like she nags really a bad. lot. No, yeah, it's bad. It, imagine this: you married someone that wasn't this way, and Lunchbox's wife did marry this. someone that's this way. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I feel this guy I like he's just be, living life. He doesn't have time to do the dishes. You don't know what his time is. Sounds like a busy man. So this is what I'm going to say: you have to go reward system because you've tried everything else. Everybody good on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got to figure out this reward thing yeah. though. I went hard. straight to punishment. It's not hard. You did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Sometimes we do good parent, bad parent. It's a fine line. But we're going to do good husband, bad husband. Oh. Could also be a fine line here. <laughs> so her name's Sarah. She went... They go to the hospital, time to have a baby. You know, they do the whole thing. They get the bag, they put it in the car. They go to the hospital. They, okay, it's, here it comes. Hey, look at it, it's a boy. They have the baby, everything's awesome. Well, the husband, who was super attentive the whole time, was right there with her. He was recording it. He was recording something on his phone. And for posterity, it was like, hey, if you get some real sweet romantic, not romantic, but just like moments that we'll enjoy forever, get them. So he did. But every part of it is her with a weird dog head filter over her head. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> that one the tongue comes out? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. So a mom's revealed that her husband's put an ugly animal filter on her face while she was in labor and then he posted it on TikTok. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> she knows who she married. Right. Yeah. Right? But also, don't you a little bit get some real footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A li- but he did this all dog face. <laughs> I would say th- this is better because the real face is not something you want to see ever again. It is pain. It's agony. Well, it's not all. Oh. The, the, it's not just close-ups of the no, waist. No, down. I'm talking about her face. Oh, but she no, wanted no, 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 some no, of no, no, it. No, no, no. I promise you when a woman looks back at the video of her giving birth, if you do film it, 
her face is something that is not attractive, and you're like, you what? don't want to relive <laughs> that. Insane. You don't want to relive that pain. Hmm. So the dog face oh. makes it kind of funny and enjoyable. <laughs> like, I mean, my wife, when I was in there, when she gave birth to our three kids, her face was, oh, man, like, I don't ever want to be here again. I'm in so much pain. I hate myself. It didn't even look like her. So, so you dog- wish you to put, like, the dog filter or the Luke Combs beard on her? <laughs> no, I didn't take a video because I was like, man, you're not going to want to see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So I think I am all for a good husband. She said she thought she was going to get some sentimental footage they'd want to keep and to look back on. <laughs> But instead, it's her with like a chihuahua dog head with a tongue out. That's great. It's hilarious. Uh, good husband, bad husband. Amy. I good. <laughs> you wouldn't be mad? I mean, I guess I would just see it for what it was and hopefully appreciate the humor. But there was none. There was none that didn't have the dog head. <laughs> like none. I mean, to Lunchbox's point, I'm kind of be terrified that I looked awful. But no one else is going to see it if you don't want them to. Okay, Eddie? Yeah, I think it's weird that, you know, anyone videos whatever's going on in there during a delivery, so I'm saying that's a good husband. And Lunchbox thinks it's a good husband. Good husband. I'm going to go good husband, too, but he should have got some without the dog head. (laughs) A little serious. Just uh, just some. Mm -hmm. Instead of going pure dog head. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Emily was walking her dog, Seamus, and it had just rained a whole lot. And they walked, and there were these waters coming through, and they got a little too close. And the dog ran, like jumped into the water, because this dog was an Australian Shepherd who loves playing the water. Well, the water then swept the dog away. She couldn't hold on to the dog. And so the dog, gone. She said she tried to grab him because she was holding the leash, but he jumped in, and the water was too strong. She couldn't hold on to him. So, dog's gone. She calls 911, and firefighters came to the area. She's crying. The crew is canvassing the area. And one of the people that was at an RV park nearby was like, hey, I heard the dog. Like, what are you guys doing? We're looking for a dog. I heard the dog. So they got on, and she has an air tag on the dog, like I wow. do my dogs, which is just a little white thing. You put it in, you can track your dog wherever it goes, or your wallet, or because I have one at a bunch of stuff. And so firefighters, because of Emily's phone, was able to pinpoint the dog in a drainage tube about a mile away. Wow. Imagine being swept for a mile that's crazy. So firefighters went into the drain, got access to the dog, got the ladder down there, brought him up. The dog, they say he was in good spirits. I'm going to tell you, I'm in good spirits. <laughs> no, yeah. there's no way. I, mean, I just got swept down a drain. <laughs> what the heck? Wow. Here's a clip saying, this is Emily saying she's grateful and that there are people who understand that dogs are like family. I was just blown away by by that level of response um, from our emergency services and just really grateful you know, that there are people that understand that dogs are family members. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, when they get a call about an animal, are they just like, yeah, we'll, we'll get there? Or are they, like, it sounds like they were just like, let's go. The <laughs> animal needs our help. Probably depends on who's getting the call. Yeah. yeah. I'd freak out, obviously. She was emotional in that. But that dog got swept away for a mile. Mm. I wonder when he just goes. <laughs> just float. That means. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So is that an okay 911 call? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if I see an animal get swept, I can call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, not a worm or like a cricket. <laughs> but yes, if you see a dog get swept away, absolutely. <laughs> that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. 
you know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. His name is Morgan Evans. You may know him from his number one song, Kiss Somebody. Sometimes you gotta kiss somebody. He grew up in New South Wales in Australia. Started surfing at age 13. At five, he played piano. At 11, he played horn. You know, love him. He's a friend. And he was playing a show in Australia. And this is like right as all the news about him and Kelsey Ballerini's divorce was coming out. And he goes out and he takes a deep breath and he plays a song I never heard before. And it was about, it was a very personal song called Over For You. Here's a clip of that. How would I search the world over? It's the first time he's been anywhere to perform this. Super pumped. And let's do it now. Here he is. Morgan Evans on the Bobby Bones show now Morgan Evans good to see you buddy good to see you it feels like Amy this has been my experience with Morgan over the last six months hey you in town no I'm not in town okay is that how you read his texts yeah okay and then he's I'm here I'm not here 
And then we do this, and this is literally the first time we've seen each other. Yeah. But we've tried. We've been trying to get a game of pickleball going. We've been, tr- we've been trying. Yeah. That's why I don't know that I've ever walked in and just hugged anybody before. I saw Morgan, I didn't give him a big hug up there. Just because, yeah. like, my friend, I haven't seen you forever, man. It's been a long time. Golly, your hair's all long. Good to see all you guys. And yeah, that's not that good to see them. It's really good to see me, though, <laughs> really to be honest. To you yeah. Yes. Your hair's growing. You growing, growing boy? <laughs> you. I'm a growing boy, yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what's been happening? I just got back from Australia. I spent Christmas down there almost a month. And I heard. It was awesome. Christmas in Australia is cool because it's warm. Yeah, it was like a little snapshot mm. of summer. And uh spent so much time with my family and old mates. And I've got all these little nieces and nephews now. And they all know who I am now, which is Oh, because great. you actually are around. Yeah, they're, they're all three, like three, four, one, two. So mm. the, like, I know them from FaceTime. And so now it's really nice to have a real connection. You are um, without shoes in a lot of your pictures, especially when you're being active. And so, but there's a guy who keeps offering Amy money for, for feet pictures. And Is so, right? would you, if somebody messaged you and said, hey, I'll give you 200 bucks for close ups of your feet and only your feet, would you do that? No. Nah. You would, even though your feet are already for free on, on your Instagram? Well, yeah, to be clear, I'm being offered $250. Oh, my bad. So I didn't mean to under, undervalue you. Would <laughs> you do feet pictures? Where is that on the hierarchy of feet value? No idea. Like, we, have, we haven't seen a what's chart. What's the most valuable feet? picture we only know her value okay i tried to sell him some of mine and, and it was no. far lower yeah. but now he wants giant pictures of her with her feet right near the camera and she's standing her head small and he's offered even more that's pretty specific <laughs> that's what I'm saying. it's like giant nests or something and so you, all weird. you have to do is just make your foot or hand look big that's all i would have to do and he said he'd pay me I mean, I'm not going to do it. Wait, but. do you reply to this person? No. We talk oh, about him on the show all the time. Yeah. Yeah, right. But you're someone who is at the beach a lot, and I wonder, yeah. since it's already readily available, would you also take money? Well, maybe because it's so available, I've never been offered money for it. I do get asked this question a little bit, which I think is equally as interesting, which is, are your feet ticklish? Do you get ticklish? Hmm. It seems like a common, like, multiple people question never thought about that yeah and if i uh, i don't even know what it means i search the computer history of whoever asked that question (laughs) wait you don't know what that means i don't i don't do any more than read it and then move on from it so i haven't like looked into where it comes from but are they yeah what are they they ticklish uh i I don't know maybe sometimes take take them off we do it right now (laughs) let's try we do it right now (laughs) (laughs) um okay look Let's just let's get to the nitty gritty. You you played this song that you're about to play. You played it at a live show. We saw it on TikTok. I ripped the audio off TikTok and just played it on the air. The whole thing. It's a phone version. It sound your your performance was great, but the audio quality was pretty terrible because it was just somebody recording it. Right. Uh, then I know some people that know some people, and I got a bored version of you play, of that. And, you know, I didn't know if you were going to get upset at me for, ha- for having it and playing it. I didn't ask permission because I didn't want you to say no. And I felt mm. like the song was really good and you would be grateful later, hopefully, if that ended up being a single. And right. so we had that and I was playing it. And then it became your single now. And so I want to go back to that night because whenever you walked out, it sounded like you didn't say anything to the crowd. It sounded like you were a bit emotional before you played it. Is that true or were we putting too much into that? I mean, it's very true that it was an emotional time. The and, first and, time you played, were you like, were, yeah. were you, I guess my question is, were you thinking about, okay, should I play this tonight? And did you make the decision right then and there? Or were you like, I'm going to play this new song I just wrote? No, no, it was a then and there thing. It was a moment in the show that was always going to be the, okay, the band leaves the stage and then it's a piano moment. But I, there was a couple of options that I had to do that night of different piano versions of different songs. And um, I'd just written this song um, over for you the week before. 
and I hadn't even shown anyone. Like I hadn't even sent it to my management or anything. But um, did you write it by yourself? I'd been playing it a lot. Did no, write- I, I wrote it with a couple other people here in town. So how vulnerable is that? That you go? Yeah. I mean, it's songwriting is very vulnerable when it's very personal. Yeah. And you go and you go and write this <laughs> yeah. song. This has been happening. You got to. Yeah. Tr- you have to trust those two. And I'm assuming they're people you've written with before. Yeah, one of them was. Two of them I met that day. Oh boy! Hello, I'm it Morgan. Was, um, here. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I don't know how or why it happened. I guess some things just happened for a reason. It was the only song I wrote in a four month period, and I went into that session because I particularly I was a big fan of um, a couple of people in the room, and then one of my really good mates was in there, um, and I thought I need to do something creative because I, you know, this is what I do. It's like a, an outlet, and I sat in the corner of the room, and I just looked at everyone. I was like. Guys, I'm going to be completely useless in this session unless I just tell you what's going on. You know? Were they like elephant in the room? They knew you were – it was a difficult season, and they were like, does he want to do – we, do we even write a song? Because there's just so much right. there. If it's How was that? Uh, I don't know if that that part of it ever had a chance to happen because I, uh, I just said, look, yeah. let's just do this. Well, the song is so good. I mean, if you write it or you wrote it for somebody else, song's good by itself regardless of whatever story it is. But the personal story makes it, it doesn't matter whose story, but a personal story adds value to anything creative because we feel, as the person who's listening, consuming, we feel like it is, it's like authentic and legitimate. Right. And that's the goal. It is. And as a, a songwriter, I feel like that aspect of it I'm really proud of. And, and the I think the pride of it comes from after sharing it, seeing how that level of vulnerability and personal writing is actually the thing that most widely relates to people. Yeah. And the amount of messages and comments I get on social media now, they're so great. And they're like, it's so much more than, hey, I love that song or that show was so fun. It's like, thank you for writing that song. Thank you for putting into words how I felt or how I feel. Thank you for letting me know I'm not alone. And those kind of things mean so, so much. Um, having gone through a situation like that, seeing that it helps other people going through situations like that, um, yeah, it's really a big deal. Morgan Evans is here. He's got a, a keyboard piano. Now, is that one of those keyboards that plays for you? Or, the key, or are you actually going to play? <laughs> yeah, you know I how wish. the ones that would like play? <laughs> nah, the keys. Okay, yeah. so, but it's not. You're actually going to play. I'm going to use my hands. Okay, just making yeah. sure. I'm just showing how legitimate he is as an artist all around. The guy <laughs> plays all the instruments. How funny if he comes in and just starts playing the samba. He pushes <laughs> the wrong button and it's done. Dun. Okay, here he is. Morgan Evans with his song, Over For You. Morgan Evans. Wow. The only thing that I can relate, just a bit of my story to this here is, and it's not the only thing, but when I would write like my first book, I had to, I didn't have to, but I revealed some very personal things that I'd never revealed before, and it felt a little uh, embarrassing is not the word, but I would like talk about some really uh, personal things about my mom and um, addiction and struggles and things that I felt people were going to feel sorry for me for. And so I was like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. And I was embarrassed that they might. But then when people started to come up to me at like shows, when I would I'd go and do, they would go, hey, that part, and it would be that specifically, they would go, that's the part. They go, I related so much to that. The one that, the thing that I was so worried about, the thing that I was like, man, when people hear this, they're going to think less of me or they're going to think, they're going to feel sorry for me. And I didn't want them to feel sorry for me. I was using that as an outlet to, share but it was that that people related to the most Mm. and i wonder if that was similar with you where you're going i'm going to do this song it's so personal and like you said you didn't expect 
people to just be like, I needed that song for me, not for, mm. not just listening to your story. Like they needed it for them. And all these people hearing that, your very personal story, but then also finding their own story inside of it. There's got to be some something in that that makes you feel great that you didn't expect. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had no expectations for it. I'm not sure if you had expectations for those moments in that book. I've, I've read the book, by the way. It's great. Thank you. Um, well, I've heard that song. It's really yeah. good, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's great for that reason, though. And I think the same reason that I feel like people kind of um, have been reacting to this song. I, I literally played it that night on the festival because I felt like it was something that I needed to say, something that I needed to do. And it wasn't until after the show felt good to do that. And... Um, I didn't really get a choice in any of the rest of it because by the time I woke up, the time difference and stuff, someone like, you've played the song on the radio, TikTok's had this video shared however many times, and after that, it kind of just took on a life of its own in other people's lives. And so after that, I felt like, it's obviously always going to be my story, my song, but I feel like now that it's out there in the world, it's, it's everybody's who needs it to be. Was there ever a time where you thought, I may never put this song out? I may never play this song. We wrote it. Maybe it was just that cathartic experience of songwriting. Did you ever think, you know what, but I just might not ever play it? Yeah, 100%. Really? 100%, yeah. I mean, there's so many, especially when you first get to town and you're still you're kind of meeting different writing groups, there's so many rooms that you're in, in in Nashville where they're like, hey, we need to write a hit song today. You know, like that's the goal. The goal of this day was just dude sitting in the corner of a room just trying, yeah. just trying to make sense of a situation. And um, uh, that part of it creatively is really rewarding too. It's just like, hey, sit down, say what you got to say. Weird to have people in your business? Yeah, but they were in it anyway. I don't really get a choice of that. That, wasn't a, that, that. that was not an added part of this moment. No, rewind. Weird to have people in your business, period, even before the song came out in a way that that hadn't happened before. Totally. I mean, it was a high-profile marriage. Yeah. And with that, you the spoils of it was great. Yep. And then also, I got to imagine, though, I just was so mad at people about – I was just like – you didn't even need to defend it. And you, you've handled this like so freaking mature, and I just wouldn't have. I, I just wouldn't – I'd lit things on fire just for the sake of it. And I was like <laughs> – People on the internet. Now, I, right. I, I hear I, this is a very pro Morgan Evans show. And I was getting mad for you, and I kept going, Morgan's just acting like a mature adult. Maybe I should do that. You know, and I, that had to be tough to just have all these emotions and go, I got to worry about me and only me. Yeah. Because that's a beast when people just are wrong. Yeah. Right? They're just, it's, it's, so I commend you for that because I'd have been, been canceled by now. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was really tough in that way. And I am, I mean, the only thing you control is you and how you feel and what you're doing. So I just, uh, thankfully, I have good people around me that would keep reminding me of that and keep me grounded in that way. And um, I'm, I'll always be grateful for that. I yeah. found, found some really, like, true friends in life and in business. And, um, yeah, I credit them with any of the any of the smart well, decisions I made like you really learn who like who your folks are when yeah. when when times aren't the best when there's really no huge benefit for them to be your folks yeah other than friendship and love yeah that's when you really learn who you who your people are absolutely and that's the real benefit of a time that really isn't that beneficial you know and I think we've all been through them uh this song's great you're great I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you I'm in love with you <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks, man. I am. It's I hope that makes you happy. I I'm in love with you. you. I'm in love with Morgan Evans. I said it. Wow. I said it. It's out there. I said I, it. I think one of the most beautiful lines, which may even speak to the maturity Bobby's talking about, is I would have let go if you wanted me to. Right. That's a certain level of where someone is to recognize if you need, even though it's so painful, if you need me to let go, I would have done it. Right. What's what's the deal too? Because you, you you're gonna go and you're gonna promote the song, obviously, but it's not like you want to go to every interview talking about your divorce, honestly. How are you gonna handle? No, that? I really don't. I know, do that. but but you wrote a song. I mean, but I just wonder how you're gonna handle that because you're going. I wrote this song. It's the yeah. single. I'm here to talk about the single. It's just a, how how are you gonna handle that? I mean, I feel comfortable with you guys, so sure. it's like if I'm gonna do it anywhere, I'll do it here. But. Um, I don't know. Ask me in a few months, I guess. Yeah. We'll specifically ask him that. We'll only bring him in yeah. to do that one question. Yeah. Bring me back for so one how? question in three months. Uh, you you still you working out? Yeah. Like you good physically? You you hitting hard? Yeah. I'm not doing the dry January thing right now. Ray did that. Feel pretty good about it. Ray did it for six days, and then he came on the show and said, "I quit." <laughs> so it was a real. He's like, "I'm doing dry January." Yeah. And then he's like, "I quit." We're like, "Why?" He goes, "I don't know. It's Saturday." And so I hope you have. Yeah, you're you're done. Yeah. You're good now. Yeah. Well, look, I you know I drank enough beers in Australia over Christmas to like last me through January. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, in Australia, the beer culture there is there is it 21 first of all to drink beer? No, it's 18. Okay. Is yeah. it a loose 18? Meaning, if you're 16, is it you know, like? Oh no, they're pretty strict about the. They are the 18. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty strict about most things in Australia. Actually, <laughs> is there an Australian beer that you really like that when you come to the states you're like, dang, I wish they had uh, um, Koala Light. <laughs> that'd be cool yeah yeah cool. Like, you could awesome. probably make that it'd probably yeah. work in America but um, yeah look there's so many beers back home now it's like um, all the little microbreweries when I used to live there and now like, some of those are big beers I, I quite enjoy just going along and trying every tap along there mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like it yeah okay anything else guys this is it. This is our time. I want, I, we don't, I, I, listen, I try to get him. I try to hang out with him all the time. He's never around. I th what I think is he sits at home and goes, I'm in Australia. Then he's got to post pictures in Australia on his Instagram so as to not blow his cover because <laughs> he doesn't want to hang out yet. He's like, well, I told him I'm in Australia. So uh, go ahead, Eddie. No, along with the beer conversation, like a lot of people yeah. talk about Fosters, you know, like yeah. Fosters for beer. Like, oh, is, yeah. Is that big in Australia or is that just big here? I think at one point it was big in Australia, like maybe in the 70s or something like that. But I think most of it's okay. made here now. Let's do it, Eddie. Yeah. Right. Fosters, okay. Uh, I do keep, I do keep Fosters back. on the bus. They I keep back Fosters on the bus in oh. case someone asks that question, and then they have to drink it. <laughs> so if, if you come on the bus, remember that. Boomerangs, Bones. Outback yeah. Steakhouse. Yeah. We're going to do all the generic stupid things that everybody, Eddie's opened it up. Outback Steakhouse. Do they have them there? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I've never been to an Outback Steakhouse. We oh, should go to one We should go, together. yeah. Oh we should. Gosh. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take you, and we're going to document yeah. your yeah. first ever. That's hilarious. Well, that is. Okay, but I'll probably be like, hey, where are you? I'm in Australia. Bro, I just saw you at the show three hours ago. There's no way you can be in Australia in three hours. I'll post a qualifying picture straight up. Yes. Though. Meat pies. Yeah. You just said, yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, Do you what? have them? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's still a thing? Oh, yeah. Ask him about the kangaroo. Well, oh, yes. Ask him about the kangaroo. This final question. It's not about you. I'm the, did, I think if you just said yeah. we're generically going to find a kangaroo, in Australia, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's just a law of averages, and you put it in front of me. I think I can whoop its butt. Fighting a kangaroo? Yeah, I would bet money on me. We're not finding one of those muscle ones that they put on the internet, and we're also not going to get a baby. It's just a ran random kangaroo. You put it in front of me. I think I can whoop a kangaroo's butt. Okay, go. 
do I think, would I back you over the kangaroo? You, yeah, they say, here's $10,000, who are you betting on? To the death. To the death? Yeah, I mean, look, there's different kinds of kangaroos, right? You've got the gray kind, which are around the coastal areas where mm -hmm. most people live. And yeah, I definitely whooped them. You've got those big, red, muscly ones <laughs> yeah, whoop inland. Yeah. yeah, but they don't, they don't have the agility I have. They're too many muscles. Are you taking on one of the big ones? I'm taking on a random kangaroo. It doesn't matter. They just grab one. They just draw the lottery. This kangaroo, whoop, average kangaroo. Averages, you'll beat an average kangaroo. What's up? Really? Yeah. What's up? An expert. Wow. You know what Australia. His, do you know what his middle name is? Morgan Rue Evans. So don't tell me <laughs> that the guy doesn't know about kang kangaroos. All right. Okay. All right, yeah. so you're going to Europe and you're playing these shows with Mitchell Tenpenny? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And you're doing those. I'm trying to see, and then you're doing the shows with Brett Young all like March through, January, March, April, May. Yeah. I can do it with my fingers. I can do it in May. And then you're, you're all over. I mean, you got a bunch of shows, huh? And then we're about to announce some dates for uh, the middle of the summer, too. Okay. Here, though. It's going to be a busy, gonna be a busy year. Some here, here, though. Some here, some uh, Okay, abroad. stop with leaving. Yeah. God dang, man. <laughs> he's gone yeah. all the time. Like he's trying to create a good career for him all over the globe. Yeah. Country music is so fun to play all over the world right now. Are you a it's pop so star exciting. in Australia? Am I a pop star? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. It doesn't mean you have to do pop music, but okay, are you pop star popular in that people know you that just don't know country music back home? Like, do your songs get played on Top 40 radio? Yeah. Yeah, they get played on Top 40 radio, yeah. Um, That's cool. That's cool, huh? We just got to do the New Year's Eve thing in Australia, which was one of the coolest the what? gigs. The New Year's Eve in Australia. Yeah. Like, they set up a stage at the Opera House in front of the bridge before they do the fireworks and stuff like that, which felt like a good... It was a very old genre show, so I felt... Um, good to be involved in that. That's as a, in as Sydney, the, the guy. Yeah, the Opera House. Yeah, wow, that's cool. I've been wow. there. I climbed up on that bridge. Did you? Yeah, that's they cool, they eh? strap you in, and then they you walk up all the stairs, and the wind's blowing you like crazy. And I was just like, I'm just looking for Morgan, and they're like, walk to the top. <laughs> it's, it's or a kangaroo. It was terrible. One. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys at Morgan Evans Music. The song's over for you. Stream it so many times that you need to go to your doctor because you yeah. need some medicine to get you happy again. Love That's it. how much I think people should stream it. <laughs> uh, check it out and then see Morgan all over the world, basically. Uh, Morgan Evans. Morgan, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for performing that. You're amazing. And that is all. Back in a minute. <laughs> hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for uh, some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on oh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. 
Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Seuss Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots and Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is from the NZ Herald. This woman went on six dates a week so she could get free food. Uh, Think of the energy you have to get for six dates a week, though. She's just like, I don't want to buy groceries. So I went out, ate dinner, took leftovers home, ate that for lunch. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. a whole system. That is wild. Hey, Abby, could you do this? No, absolutely. That is crazy. How, like, what's the most dates you've ever been on in a week? Oh, probably like one. I don't like to. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to get carried away like that. It's, you've never been on two dates in a week? No. You mean with same person or two different guys? No, two different guys. Oh, yeah, no. No, no, because she I falls gotta, in love with the first one right away. And so, never wants yeah, to go on another one. That's yeah. the last first okay. date ever. Well, talk to, the, talk to this no. one first, though. You, the, she does six a week so she can eat. What are your thoughts on that? That is the craziest thing. It's not just like free dinner. It's so much more than that. You're like telling your life story or like getting well, to know them. <laughs> you, you know don't what have I mean? To. Like, oh my gosh. Abby's like, you're <laughs> See, telling them you love them. You're <laughs> dedicating your life to them. You know what I mean? Abby, you do jump in yeah, cannibal. Yeah, I guess it's, it's a lot of energy to go. But yes. that's if you're invested. If she doesn't really care, it's not that much work. Like this, this But that's person. the problem. Abby's like, you're doodling your name with their last name. <laughs> it's just so much. That's what I don't get. Is she just ghosting them after? I don't understand how you can do that. She's not going out with them again. Wow. See, I could not do that. So she, she makes $95,000 a year, she says. So she ain't broke, but she says she wants to spend it on like Prada bags totes <laughs> and that's what she does she says she's a girl boss You're, so for you Abby that wouldn't be the move no I would never do that what about once what if a guy that you were just moderately interested in at all and he was like hey we're gonna take you to guy 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 which is your one restaurant you've been dying to go to and you didn't really want to go out with them but you really wanted to go to this restaurant would you consider it no I, I, I nope because I she has standards I know guys. how I am yeah that's, so that on a first good. day you give your whole life story 
No, I don't do that. Yes, you do. I do the basics. When I say life story, I just mean, you know, the basics. Uh, mm, what do you guys life. believe? No, just honestly. That, <laughs> well, uh, she like, does jump in hard and quick. I mean, remember she went on that first date like to get coffee and it was four hours because she. <laughs> but that's a, that's okay, though. I've been, you know, on situations where it's shorter or longer than I think. We don't back. I'm not going to judge you for that. But you, it is a constant theme where you do go hard in the paint, as they say. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm getting better. You do? This year. Yeah. How have you changed? This I've year. just really worked on it. This, to year, not this like... year is like 20, <laughs> almost 30 days Sorry. old. So yeah, 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 this, this year, she fell in love with a guy in the back of an Uber. He, has he ever responded? Oh, man. That was I, tech did he ever respond? I have a crazy thing I don't want to admit about this. See, what? Here we go. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Here we go. Let's Wait. go. Wait. Are we serious? Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I didn't like tell you this or anything, but. <laughs> oh, guys. Should I? I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should. Is I this breaking know. news? Do you want to kind of is breaking? Do you want to hold it for a second? Yeah, we okay. can. All right, we're breaking news. Wow, ah! I, I can. Can you give it to us this this show though? Yeah. Okay, we'll come back. We we have to do the pile. Okay. The joke, but we're gonna come back with Abby. She's got breaking news. She met a guy in the back of an Uber. <laughs> but she's changed. We mess it. I I messaged him from her account because I won. The, I spend the wheel, and there's some update. Does anyone know this update? No. No. Mike, no. do you? Should I tell you? Scuba, no. do you know? No, I don't know. Okay. I no. can't wait. I'm gonna this is a tease for me. <laughs> we'll come back in a little bit and hear what happened with Abby and the guy that she messaged in the back of the Uber. Oh my goodness. Let's Should go. She tell you? Do you live with him? Well, that would be <laughs> That's crazy. What that it would is. be awesome. <laughs> We're engaged. Okay, married. Okay. So by the way, you wouldn't do you wouldn't go on a date for food. No. Never. And we have an update on your dating life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Raymundo, when you guys flew Southwest and all that stuff happened where they canceled everybody's flights, and I know you sent off money to be... What happened there? Did you ever get it back? Yeah, so they gave us our flights back. That was all just comped and everything. And then they gave us $750 on top of that for another free flight whenever we wanted. Each? Yes. Well, together. So we could both probably so fly anywhere in America for free. Basically 400 bucks. Yes. Three, okay, $375 each. So you got your flight paid for, mm -hmm. and then you got... Close to 400 bucks each. Yes. How long were you stuck? Like, what, what was the damage for you? I mean, that was the thing. We really weren't stuck because we already had a rental car and we already were staying in a hotel because there wasn't enough room in our parents' houses. Where? In Michigan. Okay, so, and then did you drive back? And we drove back, but we already had the rental car. We were already driving in Michigan and doing all that stuff. So, and then they hook you up with anything else? Yeah, so then they go, we, they say, hey, send us all the receipts. It doesn't matter. Whatever receipts during this time period, send them. So we sent them all in, and uh, we got the money. They gave you cash, too? A like massive a amount. Oh, oh, he wants wait, to tell wait, us. Wait, 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 wait. I want to hear. A massive amount on top of your expenses. So let's say your expenses were $500. They gave you more than $500? Yeah. What did they give you? $622 for, for... For what? I don't know, a day, a hotel, gas, a rental car, all that. No, no. So you sent in your expenses. Yeah. But some of those expenses you would have had to pay even anyway. if you weren't coming home. A little bit, but I mean, we were still driving the car all over Michigan, and they said, we'll pay for the gas. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just expenses from you not being able to get home. You just sent them your expenses for that time period. Which is simply what they said. Yeah. They go, yeah, as long as you were doing all that, and luckily we were. Dang, that cost them a lot of money. Mm -hmm. they said was, some people were like asking for uh, interest on their credit card if they paid for stuff, and other people wanted uh, wages lost at work. Meaning, if they paid on their credit card and they weren't able to pay it back, they were mm -hmm. charged interest. Oh, oh my goodness! Did you get anything back? Yeah, Southwest hooked it up. I submitted everything, and they maybe they screwed it up on purpose. So they get such great press now. No, like, they're the like, best. Yeah, forgiven. Uh, 
I mean, well, they eventually ended up were the, the ones that got me home, so so I for, forgave them early on. But they gave me all kinds of money back and all kinds of points, like points galore. And they kept me on my A-list status. Hey, I didn't even know if I was going to qualify for that this year because I didn't fly as much. But they're like, no problem. You got it. Companion pass. No problem. You got it. You got a companion pass? <laughs> like, I, Southwest, great job. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Bobby, your phone is at home. You've already come to work. You don't have it. How long did you last? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Do I have my laptop? <laughs> Say okay, no, let's say just no. Say you've say gone no. somewhere and you've forgotten your phone. Because at work, you'd obviously have your laptop. So you've left the house. You can't go back. You don't have your phone. How long can you last? You can't go back? That's tough. Oh, no. What horror movie did this turn into? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine without it. Wow. For how long? I mean, that didn't sound very convincing. Until I need to go back. <laughs> Five minutes. No, I'm okay. I'm not addicted to my phone. I like my phone. I enjoy being on it and I'm on it a lot. But I've given it up for three or four days, period. Oof. So it, it would make me sad. It would be like saying, you forgot your wife. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> I, lo- I love her, mm-hmm. but I could do a day without, you know. Yeah, it'd be tough. But yes, I'm fine. Why? Okay. Well, a new poll found that most people could only survive five hours and 11 minutes before they go nuts without their phone. Oh, I would go nuts, though. You didn't ask that. That's like 30 30. Not minutes, seconds. <laughs> what? I forgot my phone? That's so unlike me. It says that uh, as long as you have your phone, you can go three days without your laptop or a gaming console if you're a gamer. As long as I have my phone, I can go three days without water or food. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, most humans need water. Not when you get your phone. All right, what else? All right, if you're going on a date soon, especially a first date, I have some foods that you want to avoid ordering. Ooh, let me play this game. Okay. Spaghetti. Oh. You get paschetti all over your face, messy. and it's messy, and yeah. then good they're call. like, paschetti. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Beans. Ribs. Oh, oh beans, oh. but that's if you plan to stay over, or, or they the plan to part. stay over. What yeah. about uh, onion rings? Garlic. Oh, uh. that's good, too. And ribs, because of yeah. all the messy. sauce. Ribs and buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all we have. What do you have? Y'all have gotten them. Uh, garlic, anything. Uh, anything from the kids' menu. Yeah, that's Bull weird. crap. Sometimes no, you no, want chicken order, strips. <laughs> order the kids' menu. It's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, I think, is more so if it's a first date. <laughs> that's some bull. Um, all right. Whatever. Uh, extra death spicy foods. Like, trying to be all tough. Because you might s- start sweating. I was at the gas station in Oklahoma last week, and they had that hot chip challenge at the gas station. Oh, the Pocky? Yeah, they had crazy. a whole display of the hot chip challenge. We did this a year ago when you had to order it online. I didn't realize you could just go to the gas station and get it. I bet people are burning their mouths up left and right out there. <laughs> okay, what else? And then again, if it's a first date, romantically themed entrees, like the honeymoon steak and shrimp special or the love boat entree for two. Who I would do that. But On a first date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll take the no, love boat. On love also, would be very special. expensive. Anytime you order something for two, yeah. it's super expensive. Oh, yeah. Like if you get the ribeye for two, it's like $90. So yes, is it? Yes, it's more expensive because it's for two, but also are they kind of giving you a deal? I don't you, think so. It just we, makes They make you feel like way. it. 45 bucks each. That, mm-hmm. I would look at the ribeye for one and then compare that. <laughs> okay. I don't think I would do that. George Strait has revealed the secret to his longevity in music, and he says it's because he's been able to stay focused, believing that he really is good. Like, he believes in himself. That's the number one thing. And then also... To be good. Number two. (laughs) No, to, like, know your lane and know what works for you, and he doesn't really stray from that. And he said that he just always grew up wanting to be like Merle Haggard or George Jones because... 
the older they got, they were still relevant, and that's what that was his goal. That's awesome. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots and Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. News with Amy. Tell me something good. So this district attorney and an investigator were going through evidence from cases a long time ago, and they came across stolen jewelry in a drug case from the 80s. Inside, they found a 1956 Dupo High School class ring, and the only initials on the inside were PW. Well, they took to Facebook, started asking around, started talking to people. 
all these things later. They found her, Peggy Wall, and she was able to get her ring back. What if you get yours back and you're like 91? Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this ring. Yeah, Peggy's uh, definitely older. Yeah, I would imagine if it's been that long. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. She, there's probably some memory attached to it. That's great. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I, something special that went missing, what, all those years ago? And yeah. yeah, you find it. It's and it, Plus, it's cool that people go through that much effort to track someone down. That's the part I love, and I hope someone will do it for me. They were digging in those cold cases, huh? Oh, man. Imagine all the cool evidence that's in those cold cases. Yeah. That they're never, oh. Yeah. Man, think about that. They should have an auction. I want to go to an evidence room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what's in Some there. Some people get in trouble because they take stuff. That's where they I do know. drugs. What? Yeah, they in go the in the evidence room. Yeah, they go in the evidence room they and take drugs. Yeah. Storm, storm. Little snort. Yeah. <laughs> what? I've seen on the Grey's Anatomy. TV. Amy said snort, snort. <laughs> uh, good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. A voicemail from D in Rochester, Minnesota. I was listening to you and Amy this morning talking about following your passion. I just wanted to let you know I'm 65 years old and I always wanted to be a registered nurse. I'm currently in my second semester pursuing that dream. I didn't give up and I thank you for your encouragement. One thing I wanted to say, there are no scholarships out there for 65-year-old nursing students. So when I applied for a student loan, they told me I needed my parents to co-sign. (laughs) (laughs) that's funny that's hilarious in instances like this usually if you can get someone on the phone that can make a decision they can make the decision to not have that be the decision (laughs) but that's a great story D we appreciate keep at it that's amazing there is no limit on what you can do and when you can do it and I love D that you're setting a great example for a lot of people that are listening that's awesome. All right, over to Amy now with the morning corny. The morning corny. How do dumpsters communicate with each other? How do dumpsters communicate with each other? They trash talk. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that one? I was going to say they talk trash. That's good. That was the morning corny. It's time. Abby, I don't know what you're here to tell us. If it's a confession, if it's just you wanting to get this out in the open so we don't find out about it from somebody else. But... I'm going to set it up because I don't know where this is going. Abby is on the show. Abby's single. She's been trying to find love for a long time. Occasionally, she has a little boyfriend, and that ends. We talk about it. The roller coaster. Sometimes she jumps in way too fast, too quick. Right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, a lot of times, all the time. So she's New Year's Eve. She flies into town. Back home. She gets in an Uber. She's sharing an Uber with a guy because they're saving money. And they strike up a conversation. She thinks he's cute. He invites her to go to some New Year's thing. Or at least she says it. She says she saw it, but she never got it. And she's telling it's a misconnection. We're on the air going, does anyone know this guy? A listener finds the guy. So Abby doesn't know what to say back to him, really. So we spin the wheel. Lands on me. I write the message back. It's a poem. It's a lovely poem. <laughs> lovely. Beautiful poem. And then all of a sudden, we didn't get a response. We, we, we never heard back from him. We're talking about it like an hour ago, and Abby's like, I have something I need to tell you guys. So, Abby, the cringe level, if 10 is the worst cringe ever, how cringy is it? Uh, I'd say eight, maybe oh, nine. That's, oh, that's, that's cringy. very cringy. Oh, I like it. so high. Okay. Abby, what happened? Is it a confession, or are you just angry, or are you sad, or what? Uh, it's not really a confession. Well, okay, so remember when a caller called in and, like, said uh, to check my hidden... Mm-hmm. messages and I did well I, the other day I was looking in, again just because I didn't really know of that hidden inbox so I was just like looking at messages and guess who I come across Reed 
Like he did send me a message. So the one that I sent your e- email to or whatever to was the wrong read. We sent the it's, love poem to the wrong yes, guy? Yes, it's not the same guy. <laughs> but you they said both, he looked like him. He you does. said that was him. No, and they both play the fiddle. They both have brown hair. What? Because remember, the other one was private, so I couldn't look at him. This is ridiculous. So it went to a, the wrong read. And he did send me that invitation that night. And I just didn't see it. <laughs> okay. So she fell in love with the guy, saw his Instagram, was like, oh, that's him for sure. So she was Well, in- no, she said even when we found it, it was private. It was hard to see him, but you thought it was him. Yeah, because I looked this guy up so and that he plays wasn't fiddle. Him. So both of these reads play fiddle love in triangle. Nashville. Wow. We got a love triangle. All three of them. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so now what? Yeah, now. I, I think we just. Hey, copy and paste uh, the poem. No, no, Send no. it back over to the other one. Let's just let it go. Why? Why? Because, guys. No, you came on. across let me, let, again let, let me talk reason. to Abby. Abby, go ahead. I'm going to tell you why. What's up? Well, that was three, almost four weeks ago at this Great. point. Now you just... don't look like you're readily available. Now you're playing hard to get. Do you, you not want to go out with them? I don't even know at this point. I'm like, wow, he didn't do anything wrong. You're acting like he did he something didn't. wrong. He literally messaged you. Y- yes. So why would you not? I don't know. Are you I nervous? Just... Is it because you're nervous about it? Well, because I've already talked about it so much on here and to the no other chance read. if he plays the fiddle in a bluegrass band, he's ever even heard of this show. <laughs> That's true. And if he does, he hates it. So <laughs> you're all good. Yeah, I could. I just can't believe that. Message him back, not the poem. Say hey, coffee. I, hey, no, 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 no. Hold on, don't just write coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Say hey, I just saw this. I didn't know we had hidden messages. Wow, how are you doing? That's it. Oh, you that's, have a reason now to message him back. I like that much better. We're back on track. So then guys. maybe that was meant to be. Yeah. Oh, but well, have you gone out with anybody else since then? That's, nope. None. Oh, she's smiling. Why is she being I mean, all here? Yes, why? Well, she didn't have to tell us if she has, but have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said to say no. Just leave it at that. So, so, it's so no. yes, but you don't want to say yes. <laughs> and that's why she doesn't want to message this dude because she's obviously <laughs> yeah. seeing someone. She's in love she's with like, someone else. I'm blinking really awkwardly. Are you engaged? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. So, no. But, okay, but let me just say this. You don't. So you don't want to message the guy right now? I'm going to hold off. Why don't you... Message him anyway. It's not like you're in a committed relationship. Abby, this is you going too hard, too fast with one other guy. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'll message him. See, this, this is a recurring thing. Oh my thing. gosh. <laughs> why do we my this brain. This over? is how my brain Abby is. thinks she's married. That's what I'm saying. I understand she doesn't want to message this Reed guy because she's already, she's involved. She yes. thinks she's involved. She thinks she's, she's been committed. on like two dates. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I know we're guessing, but what's yeah. your hypothesis? Yeah. My, it is that she she doesn't want to mess this up because she's committed to this other guy. Yeah. <laughs> this other guy is probably going out with eight girls on an app and isn't committed to Abby, but Abby doesn't want to mess it up. Hey, we've seen this movie before. Golly. Mm-hmm. Abby messaged the other guy too. Okay. I love will. you, Abby. I just like putting my effort into one thing at a time. We know, you know? and it, it smothers. <laughs> That's called smothering an animal with a blanket. <laughs> Okay. I watch people online sing Tennessee whiskey, and it's just hard to do it like Stapleton did it. It's just hard. He is his voice is so special. It's so distinct. I saw Kelly Clarkson sing it. She crushed it. But I'll watch these people sing it, and and they're fine. They're good. And I'm like, dang, it's a hard song to sing. But then I watch people in the comments like torch them, and they're like, why are you singing the song? You're not good. I don't think people understand how hard this song is to sing. Like, and I've always wanted to do where, let's say, the Olympics, if they were doing 
uh, swimming or sprinting. Uh, you know, we like to see a normal guy do it against the Olympians <laughs> yeah. to see just how advanced they are. Because when it's everybody who can fly, everybody looks the same. And it looks effortless. But if you put yeah. Eddie out there running against Bolt, you're no like, chance. wow, that dude can run. Yeah. <laughs> if you put Lunchbox swimming against Phelps, you're like, dang, Phelps, he really is fast. So I just want to show everybody how hard this song is to sing. Okay, um, and and you're all gonna have a shot at it here oh, from the chorus, boy. and I really want you to try as hard as you can. Oh man! Right, oh. I want you to try. Are we trying trying to sound like Stapleton? No, or you're trying just to be yourself. It. Yeah, like an artist. Yeah, just sing, <laughs> and don't and try not to be funny. And if you're off, you're way off. Who cares? Okay. But you're gonna go from the chorus where it's you as smooth as Tennessee whiskey, and if you need the the with you, pull it up. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. And honey, I stay stoned on your love all the time. Heck, if you feel if you're feeling Randy, just keep going. To, <laughs> I'm looking for love in all the same old places. Okay, okay. okay. So let's see what happens here. All right, going first. Probably the guy who can sing the best on the show. Eddie, you're gonna go first, but I want you to sing it hard. All right, man. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> you're as smooth. Ooh. Okay. As Tennessee whiskey. Okay. You're as sweet Ooh. as strawberry wine. Okay. You're as warm <laughs> as a glass of brandy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Take it home. And honey, I stay stone on your love all the time. Okay, see, that's pretty good. Okay, yeah. That's pretty good. Dude, that's I was good. It's hard, that. though, right? It's hard. You wow. gotta chase it. So hard. You gotta chase it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Amy, you're gonna go next. Okay, I have to follow that. Yeah, but at least you heard where to go in. Hey, go in. Eddie will help you. Yeah, just go and be loud, and here we go. Here's Amy trying to sing Tennessee Whiskey. Go ahead. You're a smooth as Tennessee Whiskey. Stay stoned on your love all the time. Okay, good, good. Yeah, see how hard good. it is. It's That's tough. Hard. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Pretty good. I like how you just stayed on one. Like, uh, listen, I'd be bailing out earlier. Lunchbox, you want to take it home? Oh yeah, I'll take it home, baby. Let's this. go. You got this. Do you? Okay. Do I what? You want us to help you come in? Absolutely. You have the words in front of you? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's go. You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. Okay, Daddy. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. Take it easy, homie. And honey. I stay stoned on your love all the time. Hey, I can't All right. What'd you think? Man, I felt like I did pretty good. You did do pretty good for you. 
That that warm goes high. Yeah. Oh, it goes real high. Let's go to Ray real quick. Ray, you ready to take this home? Let's go. We're just showing people how hard this is. Go ahead. You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> You're as sweet as strawberry wine. Take a break. <laughs> You're as warm as a glass of brandy. <laughs> and honey, I sit stoned <laughs> on your love all the time. There you go. There you go. You see? <laughs> honey. We're going to respect it when someone tries to sing this of song. Of course. You know, someone's... Hey, you're up. Wait, wait, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what are you talking about? You're I'll up. sing it hard. I'll sing it hard. Okay. Come on. Let's go. I can't sing, but I'll sing it hard. Mm. Go ahead. Eddie, cue me in. <laughs> You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. This is why I'm real good here. You're as as a glass of brandy. And honey, I stay stoned on your love all the time. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Need the address? Come sign us all to Record Deal Group. That'd be Five nice. Group. Wait, 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 wait. Our professional singer's not going to sing? Oh, Abby? <laughs> yeah, Abby. I, I mean, about... I mean wait, wait. Oh. she takes voice lessons. I, mean, yeah, I know, dude. but... No, no, no. Let's... The problem... Mm. <laughs> Let me just ask her, and then we'll wrap it up. Abby, do you want... I... We're, I'm definitely not a real singer. I only sing comedy songs, right? So I don't mind doing that hard song, embarrassing myself. But if you're not ready for it, I wouldn't want to put you there. So you don't have to. But we weren't. None of us were ready. Anyone we ready? Care. We don't care. We don't. We don't try to do this outside of here. Abby, if you don't want to, don't do it. This could probably ruin my then don't do career. It. <laughs> or it could just start it. I mean, when you have your shot, you have your shot. If a record label walked shot in, every day, if a record label show. walked in Abby, right now and said, "Hey, sing," it. you don't have to do it. It's up to you. Check I'm going to pass. Okay, oh good. All right. Come on, I'll do it. I'll do it. No, don't, don't fall for that. Don't let him pressure you. <laughs> she has passed. Okay. She has passed. Wing sauce. Wing sauce. She Not a real performer. We are done. Abby, thank she you. She done. Exit stage left. Let's you play done. Just You'll never more. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Really appreciate it. You can be anywhere in the whole wide world, but you're here with us. Thank you. Now time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A rare Michael Jordan autographed game jersey patch trading card, which, Amy, it's basically a baseball card, but basketball. Got it. And they have a piece of his jersey in it. Mm. It's signed from a game. It's going for, or sold for $840,000. Wow. wow. Almost a million bucks for a card. That's wow. crazy. I would be so scared, even if they said, hey, this is a really good investment, and you have this kind of money to blow, just to buy a card feels like it could go down in value tremendously if I just bend a corner. Because I love to bend the corners. <laughs> they always bend. Because for sure I'm going to get this card and put it in my spokes on my bike yeah. and make it. <laughs> and they're going to be like, you ruined a million dollars. But there are only 23 copies of this card, and it's sold for $840,000. Scuba Steve said he's seen this card before with yeah. his own eyeballs. Recently? Uh, so uh, back in the day when I was a kid, 11 years old to about 15, I worked at a card shop. 
and I was like, that's the coolest job I've ever heard in my life. Dude, it was, job. it was so rad because I got to see customers buy these expensive cars or buy like packs of cards and open them in front of me and be a part of that experience. But I also learned how to like become a sales guy and all that kind of stuff. It was such a cool dream job of mine. But they had one of those there because there's 23 of them. They had one of those 23. I remember just seeing it salivating. I was like, I'm not going to steal it, but man, is it so hard not to want to steal this and never come back. <laughs> Do you remember how much they were selling it for? At the time, this was when it came out in 97, 98, so it was probably worth around $10,000. Wow, even that's crazy. It's unbelievable. This one that this guy has right here is graded. It's in a case, so it's worth even more. That's why. We're waiting for Lunchbox to get his cards sent from your house, right? Yeah, my parents have to send them up here. Have they? They have not shipped them. They are boxing some up, and they are going to take them to the UPS. What does he ha- does he have? Like cards or like packs? Or oh, you were have- gone. So I was you, gone. You so were I don't gone know. having a third baby. So what I told Lunchbox, we're talking about baseball cards. Yeah. He has some of these unopened boxes, and he doesn't know what year. Don't know what year. I mean, nineties, eighties. I have could be worth unopened jack crap. Like packs of cards. Yeah. yeah. Are but, you serious? But yeah. I told him if he brought them in, and I saw them, I would pitch him some money to invest and own half, and then we'd sell them after that. That's a great investment for, on your end. Well, I don't know. He, I don't know what he's going to take. Okay, all right. Why would you say that and run my... I mean, that's a terrible investment. You should oh never do gosh. that. They always go down in value. Thanks, Scuba. <laughs> anyway, that card's worth almost a million bucks. It's crazy. A Florida woman's rescued from a storm drain for the third time in two years. Okay. There's something wrong with her. Yeah. She's been rescued from a storm drain in Delray Beach, Florida. It's the third time in two years they've sent rescuers to retrieve her this time, she didn't seem to need help. She ignored police when they ran and got into the drain. They were able to trap her from both sides of the drain pipe and pull her out with a harness and a ladder. Imagine doing that somebody doesn't want to be pulled out, though. Like, let me go, man. Hey, yeah. Why are you putting that on me? She once alleged and told her mom that she was taking a journey inspired by the biblical prophet Elijah. Oh. It was later confirmed she's a methadone patient, and she had her last dose today before she went missing last March. That's from the Daily Mail. Well, I feel sorry for her. Methadone, people will get on methadone if they're trying to get off heroin. Yep. I'm sure it's used for other things, but how I know it is a drug that is used to try to help you beat heroin. Uh. And I don't know how that affects her brain and what she's doing, but it seems like something wasn't even. Mm -hmm. I think even is a a fair term for that that time. And I hope she gets better. But the cops got to be like, oh, Lindsay's back in the drain. (laughs) Off to the drain, boys. LSU accidentally overpaid their football coach, Brian Kelly, by $1 million during his first year. Wow. How did that happen? It's a 10-year, $100 million contract, but what they did is they overpaid a million bucks in supplemental payments because duplicate payments were made both to his LLC, which is like his business, that he receives checks and money, and then also to him personally. You know he's whistling walking out of there. Doop to doop. Yep. Nothing to see here. So, and he's a really good coach. And notice he didn't go to them and tell them they had to find it on their own. That's a smart businessman. So, you, so what do you say then? Oh, money's gone. Sorry. <laughs> and did you say he gets a hundred million dollars over ten years? So, so ten million I don't bucks. Care a year. However, many years. That's college coaches can make that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially if you're bringing in the money. Listen, you I, are I based it. on. Right, doing. that's a lot of money. But let's say I'm not saying this to you, but to other people, are like, I can't believe he makes that kind of money. Bill, yeah. But if he's paid $10 million a year, but he's able to bring in $27 million because he's paid $10 million, that's a $17 million profit. Where if you pay somebody $500,000 and they bring in $800,000, well, that's a $300,000 profit. And you definitely want to go the first way. Yeah. It's like Nick Saban. They do what he's worth, and he gets paid a ton. And he's like one of the most value 
faith-based coaches there is. Even He's the Alabama the coach. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, I know. Down, down in Alabama. We're going down to the honky-tonk. We go down. <laughs> Are mermaids real? Ooh, good question. No. Oh, okay. Right? I don't know. Chicken of the Sea is offering one million bucks to a person who can find one. There's parts of the ocean we have not hey, been to. That's Correct. true. And not only that, I went to Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, and there's a dang skeleton <laughs> look just like a mermaid. I saw it with my own eyes. Well, then come on. Somebody needs to let them know the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum has one. <laughs> they can make a million dollars. Then I did the whole museum, and then I went to the end, and I was watching the video about how to make contortionist faces where they can make their faces do all the weird stuff. And so I'm like doing my cheek and my jaw, watching the black and white video of this guy who could flip my lip up. Doing, and then you get on the other side, and you realize that was a two-way mirror, and somebody was looking at you from the other side. Oh, was, oh. that's so awesome. That's pretty funny. I got to go to that. Ripley's, believe it or not, that's money in the bank. Your uh, lack of tongue thing, flap thingy is Ripley's, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. What is that? The webbing. You don't have the webbing. Hey, I still haven't. Hey. I've been asking around. I still haven't met somebody. Let's just say I was quite popular with <laughs> nobody. Okay. But if they knew, the ladies would have been all over it. Nah. Your favorite animated family from Springfield is not going anywhere anytime soon. Fox announced today that The Simpsons is being renewed for two more seasons. Amy, how many seasons do you think The Simpsons has been on? 90 seasons. I know. I'm, I'm doing the math. Oh, I thought you were doing 90. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I know. If it started in the 90s. 10, 20, 30 years. 36. 36. 36 that seasons. is so impressive. Crazy. That's crazy. To put things into perspective, the series debuted when George Bush was president in 98 and Bart was still a fourth grader, but he still is. Oh, well, so sometimes <laughs> seasons are like one season. There's got to be two seasons a year. Yeah, I guess so. Sometimes, right? Oh, 98 seems too old. That can't be right. Yeah. Yeah, this is written. This is wrong. This has oh. 98 for sure on the page. They so wrote jo- it wrong. Because I had a Bart Simpson t-shirt that said, I'm Bart Simpson, who the H are you? And I wore it to school picture day. Oh, no. And I had a don't have a cow one, and I wore that to a picture day. And only don't have a cow man was let, allowed on the picture, but they said you can't do it ever again. Oh, man. Hey, you were a bad guy then. I was, but I didn't. Yeah, I was. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, no webbing. <laughs> yeah, and no the rules. And word on a t-shirt. <laughs> I let him have it. Yes, my my son has started to watch The Simpsons, and at first I was like, oh, I don't want him to pick up things from this that are, you know, because I never watched it. I don't know. But he, I was trying to explain to him a college bank account, and uh, the dad, Homer, was talking to Bart about having to pull money from his college savings, and it helped us have a whole conversation, and Stevenson could finally understand what I was talking about because of a cartoon. The Simpsons has been my favorite show at, at least three different times in my life. Mm. As a kid in college and then for a span as an adult. It's so funny. And I can't believe it's been on 36 years. It's it's awesome. Good, uh, congrats, guys. They need the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glad they could do that. Uh, finally, you know, Ray had mentioned earlier all the stuff he got back from Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines posts a $220 million loss after the holiday meltdown. Oh. They say mostly from Ray Slater. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they gave you all that 220 That was awesome. Thank Dang. you, guys. Over 17,000 flights were canceled. But again, they lost over $220 million in j- overall. That's they probably hurt. were going to profit a bunch except for wow. that. So they lost more than that. They just ended up down $220 million. Oh. For example, American Airlines had a positive $803 million. So imagine if Southwest was a positive of $700 million, and now they're at negative $220. That means they lost almost a billion dollars. Mm. Oh. They, they need to play that lottery because if they win the Powerball, they're back oh, to even. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that's they're what back, they need. Then all of a sudden, they're good to go. <laughs> That's from the Daily Mail. That is the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Sometimes I just have to slap my face. Like, 
it's a slap in myself trying to get me like whew, get back to normal be stable be even I have some sort of allergy thing happening so I took two Benadryl this morning and first of all you're not supposed to take one because they're the big ones second of all it was dark I didn't know you take two of everything Advil <laughs> yeah, for the most part take yeah. two call me in the morning and so I took and I am I feel like I am like floating yeah I don't mess you up I'm like my eyes feel like they're so wide open I don't feel good but I took two, and I keep doing, if you keep, you look over and I'm going, I'm slapping myself. <laughs> that works. <laughs> like when you're driving to I don't it. know that it does, but I can't. Yeah, see? Are you getting drowsy at all? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what you're doing that Everything for. feels fuzzy. That's what's okay, up. Okay, yeah. Wow. Hey, put some music on, man. Let's jam. Hey. <laughs> so I took two Benadryl, and I am, I'm rocking in the free world, man. <laughs> right now and it is crazy <laughs> Neil Young yeah so that's my situation but I'm gonna get through it been getting through it all morning Eddie has been sick forever Lunchbox got me sick in Vegas oh, here we all go. hangy bangy sick the hangy bangy ever since Vegas yeah I've been feeling sinus stuff like your hangy bangy sore that's it, the thing in your throat it all started with my hangy bangy and then I had a lot of sinus pressure and then I started getting like my eyes. You know how ooh the CMAs. Remember when my eye got all that's, oh, it, got yeah. a, it got affected and blew up. I feel like everything started coming towards my eyes, and my eyes started to get really like swollen. So you didn't go to the doctor for how long? So, I mean, Vegas was what two, two, two and a half weeks ago. Like yeah, it's been a while. What they say when you went? So I finally went like two weeks later. Take and they two Benadryl. I got the perfect idea. <laughs> no, they said, oh yeah, hangy bangy sore. Yeah, that's a sinus infection. Oh, you have an infection. Yes. You, think you got it from Lunchbox? Exactly. I, can't, I got Lunchbox. COVID from Lunchbox. I can't give you a sinus infection. This it, guy, he's bringing in diseases left and right. Yep, oh, my yep, goodness. Yep. What? What is a sinus infection? I have no idea, but it They said good. it was bacterial. <laughs> oh, and, and what does he look like? He has all over his body. Walking bacteria. bacteria. Yeah. I thought it, it was only transferred to you if it's viral. Thank you. Not bacterial. Oh, well, Thank I, you. Well, I don't know. But I don't know. Because uh, I'm not a doctor. I, haven't, I don't know. Yeah, I am, but I'm a doctor. Unless we lick the letters. same door handle, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. he blames me. But I didn't lick the same door handle as COVID, and I got it from you. Not, you were around a lot of people in that world. Uh, uh, anybody. World. Sinus oh, infections can be contagious. They're yeah. such as just oh! like colds. Oh, so bad. Triggered by a cold or allergies. Eddie, you get allergies every year? Not really. Yeah, not really. And then there's that time. Oh, my gosh. Tuberculosis is listed on here. And Lunchbox, Lunchbox had gave tuberculosis. Me that. He gave, he gave me it to Amy. He is typhoid Mary. Not good. Lunchbox is typhoid Mary. Wow, I wow. never... Oh, get, my gosh. Guys. He's giving everybody everything. <laughs> he gave oh. Amy... No. Oh, true or false, Lunchbox, you gave Amy tuberculosis. False. Yes. I was never contagious. My, yeah, but my, did you have tuberculosis and yes. Amy got it after did you? Did you have to take a pill for, like, nine months? Every day for nine months. Yeah. Yes, I did. But... Mine was never active. I was never contagious. Typhoid Mary. Okay. I don't so. know who that is. Okay, Typhoid Mary was, she was a cook, and she infected like 100 oh. people with typhoid fever. In the Army, military. And, yeah, didn't really know it. She was sick. And so she accidentally oh, infected man. everybody. You are Typhoid Mary. Dude. You're Typhoid Harry. Wow. I Gosh, am not. It seems as though, wow, bacterial is very contagious. So, there you go. Wow, you did a it. Lunchbox gave Amy tuberculosis, gave Eddie... Hangy bangy bacteria gave me COVID. Mm -hmm. Before I even before I even saw Eddie, I was on antibiotics. So to say I gave it to him is false. That's so right, and every other thing's wrong. I don't know, man. I was on antibiotics. (laughs) (laughs) But but how'd you get there, ambulance? (laughs) Yeah, that is weird. That's weird. That's good though. I like that. You know what they're called? Typhoid. Antibiotics. Yeah. No, you nailed it. It was thank goodness you nailed that word. Ray went to the dentist. 
thinking he was going to get his first ever cavity. He's never had a cavity in his whole life. That's impressive. That is I'm, impressive. Me and you, Ray. What do they tell you? Well, they did the machine around all my teeth, and it was making this beeping noise. I'm like, uh-oh, there's one. And they keep going a little bit more up. There's two. I thought I was going to have three, and apparently the beeping is a good thing. That just says that your teeth are good. They can go all the way through. They feel no cavities. Nothing stopping the laser or whatever. So, like, you're cavity-free at 37 years old. Ah, I nice was like, job. yeah! A lot of that's genetic, too. Really? Because really? I brush my teeth like crazy, and I've had... Well, I had bad teeth growing up. Really you ate a lot teeth. of sugar, too. Yeah, but, but listen to me, man. Let me tell you something about sugar. Mm. I love it. <laughs> I know it's you worth do. it. I would have no teeth. I gum. I gum all day, all night <laughs> if I could just have unlimited sugar. Uh, the teeth, it, but I'll say this. We talked about going to the doctor. I understand that's a real luxury because Eddie didn't go to the doctor because he just kept putting it off. Yeah. For my whole life, we couldn't afford to go to the doctor, so we didn't. So that's why my teeth got so bad. Never went to a dentist till my 20s because we couldn't afford it. And you'll get me on the rant about the American healthcare system. But I'm not going to. I'm going to end this with Lunchbox's Typhoid Mary. That's one of his new nicknames. He gets everybody sick. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's okay, man. It's it okay. happens. Just I have not gotten it. anybody sick. Well, so far. Uh, Nobody. COVID, tuberculosis, yeah. hangy-bangy disease. Infection. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm going to play this. Thank you, guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Los Angeles, California. A man was upset with his wife, so he went outside, got in his white Impala, and drove it. Boom, 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 into the garage door. Mm. Then he left, went and got a dump truck, and ran the dump truck into his own house. What? Wait, why, though? Like, what was the reasoning? Like, what'd she say? I didn't say what she said. He just said it was her husband, <laughs> and he was angry. And so he start- it's, what did she say because of what he did? Uh-huh. That's what I think. Like, he did something stupid. <laughs> she called him on it. He is stupid, so he does other stupid things like drive the truck and the car into the house. Is that usually how it works at your house? In his own house. (laughs) She's mad at something you did? (laughs) Yeah, usually it's me doing something and then, oh, I can't believe she said that. Well, she only said that because I did something stupid. (laughs) But yeah, when you crash into your own house. What are you thinking? That is so much rage. But it's like somebody who breaks their own TV when a game doesn't go Or their own broom. Or they punch a wall. I had two brooms, by the way. He's, He's referencing when I broke my broom when I was mad. Yeah. Well, that cost 12 bucks. Yeah, it was aluminum broom. Yeah, driving into a house is very cool. It was aluminum? <laughs> yeah, it's like... It wasn't me- wood? No, no, no. Okay, that? Bo Jackson. Yeah, that was pretty cool, dude. Dang, buddy. <laughs> okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Instagram, TikTok, at Mr. Bobby Bones. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. A 67-year-old guy is the head of this first story at number three. Number three! He's happy about being more forgetful in his old age, he said. Last month, again, he's 67. He said he couldn't remember if he bought a lottery ticket, so he went and bought a second one with the same numbers because he'd know if he bought one with the first numbers. The numbers were 6, 11, 12, 23, and 33. Both hit for $110,000, so he won $220,000. Wow. That is hilarious. He's like, I don't remember. <laughs> Funny. Let's go to the next one. Number two. A dad wanted to donate a kidney to his 19-year-old daughter last April, but wasn't a match. Luckily, she got one from a different donor, and she's doing great now. But once he realized what a big deal it was, he decided to donate a kidney anyway to a complete stranger. Wow. Very cool. Because if he couldn't to his daughter, and he would have, he thought, well, let me do it because maybe there's somebody else's daughter out there or son that doesn't match with their parent. He did the surgery last month. He does not know who got it. To him, it doesn't matter. He just knows they're doing well. They'll tell him that much. That's amazing. That's, yeah. Dude, I, w- I want to do this someday. 
I want to donate a kidney. Like, I really do. Someday, I, but dude. You I, can do it right now. Your some days are. Marking down. What do you mean? I'm, I'm 43. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. <laughs> they don't want a 65-year-old's they kidney. They don't? I didn't say it. He did. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Number one. An 11-year-old in California named Nathan is in the news after his mom posted footage of him singing along to Naughty from Matilda the Musical, and he really went for it. Again, he's 11 years old. Now, Delta... The airline has stepped up and they're flying him to New York so he can see his first musical on Broadway. That's awesome. Here is Nathan really going, here he is, singing in the car. Do you know Matilda the musical, guys? No. Never heard of it. No. I don't know if, if the kids ever watched it. Mm-mm. Well, that's awesome, Nathan. That's also what a Raging Idiot show sounds like when Eddie <laughs> and I play one. That was the Good News Countdown. Bye, everybody. Hey. Bobby Bones. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch stratacoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.